Hello once again everybody and welcome into the Heat Index. I am Timothy Cyphers and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of the support, all of the listens, all of the feedback. I've heard from so many people from family and friends to beat baseball players from around the league. Uh, I get just so many people. It's an overwhelming amount of support in such a positive way. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. What this is about for me is getting to know my teammates. So it's a selfish endeavor and I'm okay admitting that, but it gets the world and it gives the world the opportunity to get to know my teammates and my friends and family as well. So I hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving. Um, I'm sure everyone is super excited for the holidays coming up, and I, and I hope everybody thoroughly enjoys those. I will do my best to keep uploading new episodes that can be found at Apple Podcasts or Buzzsprout.com or all over Facebook and other uh, you know forms of social media and such. Uh, just search for The Heat Index on Apple Podcasts or Buzzsprout.com. Um, look for Tim Ciphers on Facebook, and, and I will... Uh, almost certainly accept a friend request or uh, it's a public newsfeed. So um, we, we share it everywhere and it's because we want to get it out there and we want to get the, uh, the, the word out that we have the coolest beat baseball podcast in history. Uh, you know, the most uh, must listen to of all time. And uh, you know, with your host, Tim Cypher and my guest, uh, uh, we, we will have a, a blast and I enjoy the fact that I know you will enjoy listening. Uh, I've so far interviewed Joseph Fleeks uh, in episode one and episode two was a two guest uh, momentous occasion for me. Uh, it was to Corey Wiley, my on-field teammate, and Ashley Tillery, my on-field spotter. Uh, and and it was just such a blast. I want to thank them for, for joining me and helping me out and helping me uh, achieve my goals and such. Um, so today we got Lee Rod. Lee Rodriguez, a seasoned vet, but that seasoning is just ooh so tasty because that boy, man, that 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 man has still got it. You still got it. You still got it. Oh boy, I can't wait. And what's cool is I look up to him in so many ways, not only on the field, but his family-oriented uh, lifestyle and his and his work ethic, both on and off the field, his kind-hearted nature, and um, and, and and we're like-minded. We are, we're bi- both big wrestling fans. Um, this isn't a wrestling podcast, but we talk about wrestling. This is a beat baseball podcast, but we don't only talk about beat baseball. So I, I want you to just sit back, ease the seat back, grab your popcorn, grab your listening ears, and just have a blast as we both get to know Lee Rodriguez on more of a deeply, uh, more of a deeper and more personal level. So without further ado, you are listening to the Heat Index. I am Timothy Cyphers. This will be Lee Rod, Lee Rodriguez, and I want you to have fun starting now. All right, thanks for joining us on episode three of the wildly, worldly acclaimed, and I'm just kidding, but it's getting some good traction, some good support. But episode three of the Heat Index, and joining me this edition is Lee Rod, Lee Rodriguez, long-tenured Bayou City Heat player. What's up, Lee? Hey, what's up, Tim? Thanks for joining me, man. I know it's kind of late, and uh, you know, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, no problem, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so how is the off-season going? 
Uh, it's ups and downs, man, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. I'm still nursing I mean, an injury from the tournament. Oh, yeah. How, how, so, hammy or what was it? No, I have a, I have a shoulder problem, shoulder issue right now. Uh, shows how still good going on. Shows how good of a team and I. I'm just uh, so. How's the recovery? You you gonna be a hundred percent by the time we get back to work? Uh, to be totally honest with you, I don't know because uh, I've been going to physical therapy and going to see a chiropractor, and I've been doing this for two months now, and and I've seen some, but not enough improvement. So uh, I don't know what's going on, man. I, you know, the doctor uh, told me, you know, he diagnosed it, but. Uh, you know, when I, uh, according to my chiropractor, he's like, you know, this can take anywhere from six months or it can take anywhere from two years to fully work itself out. So I don't know. Ah, well, take their advice, man. I didn't, I didn't realize it was um, that chronic of an issue. So that's, uh, that's concerning selfishly as a ball player, but more importantly, as your friend. So get better, follow their advice. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that's gotta be frustrating, man. I, I, I've, uh, I've been injured before and you know, I know the competitive fire that you have is a lot like mine. It's more than mine. And, uh, you know, so I try to model myself uh, after guys like you. So hang in there and, and just keep keep busting your ass. But be smart about it. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I'm working on it, man, every day. You know, every every little improvement I get, it makes me feel better. You know, so that's all I can do is keep working. Um, how, how was the how, – how has the – adjustment been to to back to normalcy as far as the community goes are you uh you know i know you guys were resilient and i know uh that you came together can you touch on that a little bit for me and i'm of course talking about uh hurricane harvey okay well man you know it was just great to see how the entire community came together uh you know just everyone working and supporting one another and just helping each other out you know i mean Personally, you know, we, we, we tried to help a few people out and, you know, whether it's through, you know, just through some labor or through some, you know, uh, you know, other types of donations, you know, we, we, we did whatever we did, we did some and, uh, you know, it, but it was just great to see how the entire city is, is, uh, is pulled together. And I mean, and to see, uh, not just the city, but to see everyone in the city, like, you know, whether it's just the normal uh, normal Joe, normal citizen, and all the way to these athletes and all the, the sports organizations and everybody coming together with J.J. Watt and now the Astros, you know, they they just won the World Series. You know, I had to plug that. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, and yeah. how <laughs> and uh, you know how they won. It's like, it seems like it, it was just good to hear that, you know, it's like, you know, it's like they wanted to do it for us. And and just to, it, it's, it's just to, to have that strong sense of community, man. It's uh it's really good. It's a really good feeling as a, as a human being, man, as a citizen of the city, you know, to see that and see everything come together. For sure. You know, and you know, it's, it, you don't want something so tragic to take place to, to unify or to, to bring people together, but it, it does at least lend uh, the opportunity to see how much a community can, like I said before, be resilient. You know, I remember in, um, you know, I mean, obviously there was Katrina in New Orleans in 2006, but or 2005, you know, the mid 2000s. And but, uh, you know, personally for me, I remember I was I was in the uh, I lived in the town where the Boston Marathon bomber was captured. And obviously I was only a handful of miles away from where it took place in, in Boylston. So, um, you know, the, the Red Sox go on and win a win a championship that year. And um 
you know, if, if we couldn't win it this season, um, I, I was so happy that it was the Houston Astros. So did you make it to the parade? Uh, man, no, I had to work, man. I would have loved to have been there. It was nuts. Just looking at all the pictures and the videos and stuff. Oh, man, it looked like it was amazing. You know it was, man. I've been to a few, uh, and I won't say how many because I don't think it's fair. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, that, was a, that was not called for. I'm sorry. But <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, know what? I, I, as much as I hate it, you know, you got to give that that uh, your your area some props, man. Because I mean, it's just unbelievable to think of the run the Patriots have been on, and then you saw the Red Sox in there after they won their first championship in many years, and they they won another one, right? Yeah. Uh, Didn't they win two since the mid two thousands? Three in the last like thirteen years. Three in thirteen years. Okay. So and then you got the Bruins and they won recently. And yep. it's just it's just nuts, man. So So yeah, you, see, you guys are a little spoiled in that regard. Oh for sure. Oh yeah, man. I was on a like a I went to a playoff rally, like a postseason rally, like send off thing in two thousand and nine for the Red Sox and I was on a little news package for the for the for the uh like one of the local news stations and uh, uh that was all i could say it's like we're so spoiled you know what i mean but i will say what you and your houston astros just did i mean uh, of course they pulled off the trigger for the verlander which is huge he's a battle-tested warrior you know but small oh, he, market. he made the difference in the postseason exactly and and um you know the track record was why they they pulled off that that deal but you know, you guys got a lot of homegrown talent, and uh, it's not exactly a small market because Houston's like what the fourth biggest city population-wise in the country. But yeah. it is a yep. as far as finances go. So I, I just consider that more impressive because we kind of have an open checkbook for you know the Red Sox, and and uh, so it, you know, congratulations, man. You you guys deserved it. But I mean, you know, and that's not just because of the tragedy. You guys, you know, everyone should get the chance to see that one of their teams win. Um. Oh man, it, it was it was one of the best feelings in the world, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's uh, so awesome. And even even up until because of the way the series went, up until that uh, that the, the ninth inning when uh, you know the Dodgers were at bat, there was still that feeling of I, I hope you know this this they close this out. You know, there was no like oh they're gonna do this because you just couldn't call it with the way all those games went. They were so back and forth. I was one of the most theatrical series ever. I, I maintain that they they la like each game singularly lasts too long, but that's a baseball thing, not a World Series thing. So, right, that's a whole that's a whole different podcast. So, <laughs> but but you but you got you got to admit though, when you look at not only how they won, but who they beat, and I'm not even trying to talk trash here, but who they beat. They beat the Red Sox, they beat the Yankees, and they beat the Dodgers. Not, uh, three of the most uh, historic teams in baseball that have been around for years. And the, the teams that have spent a ton of money oh, yeah. to bring in talent to win another championship. So, yeah, I mean, you, it, it's just amazing that you know they were able to go against three big teams, and people were kind of – you know, kind of counting out the, the the Red Sox and the Yankees. I mean, they, they they played well, but not to the caliber of the Dodgers or even the Indians, you know, that the Yankees beat. You know, but, but man, to see them, to see them go through those three teams and how those, all those series went, oh, man, it was just, it was you great know, to see. 
that's remarkable. I hadn't even really thought of that because those three uh, franchises that they did uh, knock off um, are, in fact, three of the most storied franchises. So to win your first World Series as an organization against like the juggernauts of of, of Major League Baseball, yeah, that's damn, that's rather impressive. I hadn't even thought of that. Now, tell me about. Um, all right, so you got like the Altuve's, the Correas, you got the uh, Springers. I think Springer's my favorite, but I think Altuve, uh, in my opinion, is the most gifted. Who of those three is going to make the biggest long-term impact? Long-term what? Long-term impact, long-term um, oh. consistency. Who's going to be the best? Uh, in oh, your, it's going you know, to you... be Altuve. It, it's going to yeah. be Altuve. You got all I the mean, tools, I, I right? Can't... Yeah, every yeah, he's got everything. I mean, you just can't to see that guy work uh, every year in and year out, and to finally get all the fruits of his labor. You know, this year with the title and MVP and everything, that guy's just going to continue to get better. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think I think he's going to be the one. You know, and man, the Astros are going to be like the the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Dodgers though, because they're going to have to start paying some people. They're going to have to start paying? Yeah, yeah, they're going to have to start paying because they have one of the lowest payrolls in baseball. I know, man. I know that. That's why, like I said, it's super impressive what they've done. So Mm -hmm. um, let's uh, move on to the Rockets. I mean, they're – are you a basketball guy, right, at least? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is going to be – I'm going to get some – I'm going to tell you what my point is going to be, and then that way we can just understand. It's that Houston has had a hell of a year as far as their sports and professional sports teams go. I mean, so the Houston yeah. uh, make this like this splash after splash in the offseason, bring in Chris Paul and uh, to add to James Harden. Who, who else did they add? Oh, man. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Tucker? Uh, PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Tucker, that's right. Um, Mello went to the Thunder. That's right. But, but, uh, right. So, I mean, just the long term, uh, stability of your, your team's success are starting to come to fruition. It's going to, it seems like you guys are, are, uh, positioned to, to have a long term run of, of, you know, consistent success. Cause then you look at, you know, this is, this is going to be one of my favorites here. Is that's, that's the, the addition of Deshaun Watson to that already, you know, <laughs> beastly defense you know when healthy of course what is Deshaun Watson then I know he's I know he you know tore the ACL and hopefully he gets a speedy recovery because even as a Pats fan I want competition I want the league to be good what is the addition Mm -hmm. to that city his 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 being drafted so high and and coming in and making that immediate impact what has that meant especially in the time uh uh, and the goings-ons of of uh you know things in Houston right now what has that meant to the city and to you personally well, uh, seemingly for the city, man, it just to, he it was kind of caught up in the whirlwind of all, everything that was going on with the Astros too. Uh, I mean, and to see him just put that franchise on his back and to just play so well with the same parts that other quarterbacks or players were playing with, but to him see him take it to I dare to say an elite level, you know, to see him take it there uh, to to carry that franchise. I, I mean. It is just uh, it was just amazing to see you know for him to 
come in, make the impact that he did on the field and off the field. Because I don't know if you know, but but uh, he gave his first game check to to some of the uh, I believe they were Texans employees uh, who had lost everything or lost a lot a lot of their personal uh, uh, goods in uh, the hurricane. And so you know he he he's a very giving person, and and to see him get back to the community, to see him. Uh, uh, just uh, his team embrace him to see how the league embraced him whenever he went down. I mean, it's just that just tells you right there. You know, he see he seems like he's not only a good person uh, inside but out as well, man. He, he just uh, he 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 seems he's and it's good to know that when healthy, you know, that guy's going to be a part of our team for the next ten to twelve years, easy. Yeah, no, I mean it's good because uh, you know. In my opinion, you know, Brady, whenever the hell that ends, because it doesn't seem like he's slowing down, but, you know, he's going to have to pass right. the torch. I, I imagine it would be Russell Wilson, but if not, I think Deshaun Watson or, you know, someone like Carson Wentz, those guys are, are really going to carry the league. So that's going to be um, super fun to watch. And, uh, you know, I have to admit, I'm not jumping on any bandwagons. You guys, you know, don't need that. You don't need me. Uh, but I will say that I, you know, because of my connection to you guys, you know, I have a another market to have a secondary interest in, you know, if, and, and I'm Boston, oh, there you all, go. but I, like I said before, when, when the Red Sox were eliminated, I became the biggest, you know, one of the, you know, I, the biggest Boston, Bostonian Astros fan, you know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to be able to talk to you guys and have uh, success in both markets. And that's going to be really, really fun. Um, but I, I am at the same time, I, even though I said all that, I've had enough of your Houston sports talk. I want to talk about Bayou City talk in a minute. But first, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But after, <laughs> I first want to, you know, you and I have a common interest. And I would say, I would almost say passion. I know I have a passion for it. It seems like you do and your son does. And, uh, you know, your wife even follows along. So that's really cool. But, you know, we're big wrestling guys. You know what I mean? And Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I've been using the AJ Styles uh, phenomenal uh, instrumental to come in and out of these podcasts. So uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was, I thought that was apt because you know we some Southern boys, you know, and all that. And, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, that's not you know that was it was just perfect. And uh, so I want to talk about that. You just went to NXT because Houston, you know, we're 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 recording this on Tuesday night, November twenty first, and this was the fourth night of four straight WWE events in Houston. Uh, You made it to NXT TakeOver. How the hell was that? Right. Oh, man, it was freaking amazing. Uh, I I don't know if I can cuss on your show, but I I can't begin to tell you how awesome that show was. Everything from, you know, we were unsure where we were sitting. We get there and we find out that we're really close to the ring or, you know, closer than we've ever been, right? Yep. And, and, uh, and then to see uh, all those matches happen live, man, there was just so many big spots, so many, so many, and not just big spots, but good matches, good quality matches, along with all the stuff that was going on. And uh, I don't know if you know, but we also got to see uh, Pete Dunn wrestle. It was a uh, it was a dark match that that's oh, going to air actually tomorrow night. Oh, the championship uh, UK match. Yep. Oh, word. Oh man, and you're you're gonna be in for a treat. That was a hell of a match, dude. Okay. Hell of a match. Okay. I got the inside info. I'm happy. <laughs> so don't tell me anything <laughs> other than it was a good match because I'll watch it. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. So. Wow, that's that's so uh, that's badass. So like, dude, the war game, like you get you and and uh, who who want you, your son, LJ, and 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 Shelly, or just you and your son? Uh, no, me, uh, me, my wife, my son, uh, a friend of mine, and actually two friends of mine, and uh, a friend of mine took his son for the first time. His his son is like five years old. And, you know, he had just recently, recently gotten into wrestling and, and, uh, he's like, he's like, man, if you guys ever go to a show, you know, let me know. Cause he's been bugging me. I want to take him, you know, he, he just, he wants to go. Yeah. So, um, I, I told him like back in the summer, I was like, look, uh, for me, I always wanted to see an NXT show because of the quality of the takeovers that they, you know, the shows they put on the takeover shows. For sure. Yeah. It's just top notch and so i was like i got it i gotta see that one that was immediate and he's like well just let me know so uh we got with him at the end of the at the end of the month before the tickets went on sale boom we all went and man his son loved it his son was just like in awe and of course my son uh just was nuts man and just to see all the to see the the, the smile on his face man how he just lights up and oh it was just it's just amazing to be uh not only there at the show, but to just see how it makes him feel, man. It was, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I'm sort of jealous because war games, right? I mean, I don't know how many there have been. I just know there's hasn't been one in 20 years. And I, right. I'm, I, I mean, that's his, that's history. You know what I mean? So how is that? Like you well, get to share that with your, with your family and, and, and watch something that you know hardly ever happens who knows when it'll happen again i mean scripted exactly. or, or not whatever you know this is it's violent and it's athletic and it's you know it's theatrical how was that was it awesome i mean it was right oh yeah it definitely was no doubt and and i mean again just it's not just about all the big spots man because there were a bunch but it's just it's the story that they tell mm-hmm. and, and and during the match and when you, it's just really different when you're there, being a part of the crowd and to get caught up in the the, the moment. Uh, it's just it's just uh, hard to explain unless you've been to a show like that, and and you gotta like the product. You know, if you're just going to go to hang out, that's a you know that's different. But if you're if you're invested and you want to be there and you like the wrestlers involved, man, it just oh man, it's such an awesome feeling to be there. Yeah, I so, I really. Um... I'm. I desire to go to an an, an excuse me an NXT event uh, because those guys like the the difference with them and the, like the main roster and the guys that are mainstream is that they're they most of them haven't tasted the the big show yet and, and you know for for mm-hmm. lack of a better term so they're putting mm-hmm. on the show of their life not knowing when they're going to get their opportunity and and, and uh, or the matches of their life and and I think you know I haven't been there in person like you have now but. I think that's what probably helps make it such an amazing show and an amazing product because these guys are just they're fighting for their for their careers, you know, not 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 like it's going to end, but you know, they don't know when they're going to get their spot. So that's cool, like that desire and that um you know, that that perseverance almost. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. What is uh, the first event you remember going to? <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was here in Houston. It was for Mid South Wrestling, and I tell my son about this all the time, man, because it, I just uh, 
there were so many big names in that uh, promotion, you know, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Ted DiBiase, mm. Rock and Roll Express, uh, oh man, Dr. Dusty Williams, Junkyard Dog, and the list just goes on. So, you know, I was younger. I don't remember how old I was, but I was, and uh, bugged my dad to take me to a show. And I wanted to go see the show because it was uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, versus uh, uh, Ted DiBiase in a, in a coal miner's glove match. You know, they put a coal miner's glove on a pole, and it was a cage match. And cool. and I was like, I got to see this match. And so, oh, man, so, many, so much came from that show. Just because, again, you're a kid, you're in awe. And, and, uh, you know, you get, and we, we were actually, as a matter of fact, we were pretty close there too. You know, the, uh, you got to see him bleed and all that stuff. But one of the funniest things was, uh, I was young enough to where I believe wrestling was real. And my brother who's older than me kept telling me it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. And that's the, that's the show where I learned that wrestling was fake. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and so? I was so disappointed. <laughs> How so? Uh, well, because um, it was a tag match between the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express. And the guy, threw the, uh, one guy threw another guy into the ropes, and he bent over to, to do a sunset, you know, to flip him over sunset flip. Sure. And uh, uh, when the guy, he stopped to kick him instead of going over for the flip. So he kicks him. And he completely missed him. I even saw it. Totally yeah. missed him. And the guy stays there, bent over for a second, and then he falls back like he got hit. And I was like, <laughs> he missed him. It's like a like, kid. Why too. did he fall? He missed him. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. It's like on uh, Santa Claus, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then my brother just looks over at me. He says, "I told you it was fake." And I was like. Oh. I was like, all I could say was shut up. <laughs> you know, but that, yeah, man, that was, uh, but it was a great show. You know, that was awesome too. You know, that was uh, in a place here in Houston that's no longer here. And, uh, you know, a local show, the, the, it's cheaper to get in. And, you know, it was just, it was just fun too, man. I got to go with my brother and my dad, you know, so that was, that was cool. Who's the, um, who's the, who's, who's the best heel in the business right now? Or at least in the WWE. Right. Right now, oh man. You know, I don't. I don't like where they're taking this character right now. But one of the one of the people that I really like is is uh, Kevin Owens. Okay. Yeah, uh, be, because that guy he puts on great match to me he puts on more good matches than he does bad but he to me he's a total package in that he he put he can put on a good match and i just love his style of the way he just talks trash the entire match and he can put on a promo he can carry himself he doesn't need anybody with him right you know i i just that's one of the guys that i, I like right now so I'm a big fan. Um, I think the best heel, like my my personal favorite heel is, and I don't know how you're going to react to this, but it's The Miz. Because the Miz, yeah. he's so hateable and he's so yeah, good he at is. that, like, mm -hmm. that's the point to me. You know what I mean? I asked um, this young girl, not a young girl, but, uh, a, you know, a, a woman, a female wrestling fan, and she, I asked her, like, 
No, she asked me who I liked. I said the Miz. Like uh, one of the one of the wrestlers I liked was the Miz, and she she hates him. And I was like, that's the point. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the point. Yeah, that's why it's that's why he's so good to me. But um, okay, uh, best heel. Uh, you're maybe not best heel because that's just too broad of a question. But who who's your favorite heel character from your wrestling fandom? Oh man, of all time, God, uh, you're gonna make me think. Um, like again, not the best, but like who 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 did you hate the most or appreciate their work the most? Uh, well, you know what, it, it kind of comes down to a couple of them, man. Uh, really? I mean, you know, Ric Flair, Ric Flair was one of them. All right, because that's what I, that's what I think. Because because <laughs> that guy, you know, we kind of touched on it earlier, man. That guy did what he wanted, said what he wanted, he backed it up. And he put on again quality matches night in night out, and and you know there, there was just no BS. He did his job, and he, he you know he was he was great at it. Uh, but you know one of the other ones that I actually really like, and I was kind of thinking about this, is uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and I and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, because. To see Hulk Hogan be his all-American character for years, mm. and and to uh, finally turn heel, and the way he did it, he reinvented himself again, and to to carry a company because it was part because of him and the NWO that put WCW on the map and, and actually overtake Raw. Uh, it, I mean, to see the, what he did and how he carried that company for, for a few years, I mean, to me, that was amazing. And, again, you want to talk about hated. He was just an egotistical, pompous ass. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, you know, there was just there was just you know, he did it unapologetically. He, he carried it. He, he did it. He carried the company, and, and he, was, he was good at it. Right. And it was good to see him reinvent himself, man. I don't know. Those are just a couple. There's just so many. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, those were those are great. I mean, it's the most epic face turn of of all time, probably, and like, I mean, a uh, heel turn of all time. And um, you almost wish John Cena would have done something like that. And I, I, don't, I think that shows. Oh. But his character calls for it. You're right. You're right. His, but his character, he, he's so different, like on a totally different level than any of the other wrestlers that they have on their roster right now. Right. Because. Whether he gets heat or he gets love, it doesn't freaking matter because at the end of the day, you got to respect what the guy has done. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I really think, like you're saying, though, I really think that maybe a year or two ago, if he would have turned heel, it would have kind of been like a Hulk Hogan type thing. That. To where, you know, he would have just, you know, stayed up, stayed up top for at least another two or three years. There's no question, man. Like, uh, but you know, <laughs> it's hard to say they they played it wrong, considering or he played it wrong, considering, you know, his status. So, whatever. I mean, mm, uh, definitely. There's <laughs> so many things I would do differently, but I still watch, so they're doing it right. So, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, so the 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 thing about heels i don't know why i asked about that i just i i'm more entertained by them these days and that's probably why i asked about that but i gotta ask you who just like tell me the most impactful character that that you've um experienced and i'll tell you mine and i'll tell you why and it's kind of sappy but it's fine okay you first oh i thought you were gonna go i thought you were going first well, I will. Uh, Fine. Yeah, um, 
Uh, no, I will. The, the the one that impacted me the most, and it doesn't mean it's my favorite. Um, he's he's certainly one of my favorites. Is one of my favorite storylines, um, and it's surprising because it came uh, during this incarnation, and um, it was the Daniel Bryan gimmick and story. Uh, the yes, right. you know, uh, the like because it was like I don't know. It was like two or three years into my vision loss, um, and. Again, that's where the sappy part comes in, and and it was just something that I mean, I'm I'm in my early 20s at this point, so I I'm not deluding myself into thinking that it's real or anything, or that these you know these are actually real things happening in real life. I I know that, but there is a, something to be said about this guy who doesn't look like a traditional, uh, you know, A plus player, and right, you know that, and 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 he goes over at. You know, Vince loves round numbers, so WrestleMania 30, he go he he wins two matches against three of the all time greats. You know, so mm-hmm. that resonated with me because of, you know, the storyline, the build, it, it, you know, so many ups and downs in those like eight, nine months. And uh, I just loved it. It was, you know, the, the perfect underdog story. And I'm not saying I'm any underdog, but I think I've, I've personally stacked the deck against me so, myself so many times that uh, it's not apples to apples by any means, but it, it, it's, uh, you know, the overcoming odds and, and persevering thing. That's what that's, that's the type of question I'm asking is, you know, it doesn't have to be nearly as sentimental, but what impacted you mm-hmm. um, at least greater than other gimmicks, storylines, characters, that type of thing. Oh man. Uh, this is, this is a tough one because there's, there's so many, there's so many. Uh, well, I have time. Moments in time. <laughs> so. You know, I'm gonna need a little time to think on that one, man. <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll circle yeah. back. That's fine. Um, I think this is a good time to take a break, and I'm gonna, um, you know, just just take a, a quick spot break for to promote one of our uh, teammates, and and uh, you know, do a good thing, and then we'll come back. We'll talk beat baseball. I'm going to ask you that question, and then um, you know, we'll take it from there. Uh, you are listening to the Heat Index episode three with Lee Rodriguez. Please stay tuned, and we will be right back what's up everybody you're listening to the heat index the only current podcast about beat baseball and it's covering houston's very own bayou city heat i am timothy cyber has not got an offer for you you should go to amazon.com and search for vision to dream it's a children's book but it's a story that can be translated to all walks of life, all ages. It's about an inspiring young man who was told he couldn't do something, and then he did it anyways because he found a way and he persevered. It's a story about perseverance, it's inspiring, and I think you should go buy that book right now. Amazon.com, Vision to Dream. Also Kindle Books. It's going to be published by a new publishing house, but get the original copy right now before they run out. $9.99 on Amazon.com or Kindle Books. Go buy it now. All right, we're back. Thank you so much for joining and listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Buzzsprout.com. Uh, check out the Vision to Dream by Ja'Cory Wiley, my, uh, one of my second episode guests. Uh, and I'm being joined tonight by Lee Rod, Lee Rodriguez. And we had left off with him needing a second to think about a question that I had asked him, and I'm very interested in his answer. And that question was, what was impactful to you as far as maybe a storyline or just 
uh, character or any any type of the wrestling thing because for people like Lee and I, it's a lot more than just dudes going out and flying around and hitting each other. And um, you know that that's that's the question. So Lee, thanks for joining me. Do you have uh, you know some thoughts on that question? Yeah, you know, I was, um, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, I was, sitting, I was trying to think about what drew me in, but really, it's just always came back to the characters and and how to see all the differences that they had, you know, good and bad, and how they went against each other and the storylines they were telling, and and then and then the, of course the action in the ring, and you know, at the time, you know, it just it looked so real, and it just it was it was almost like I, I looked at it in awe, you know, so it was just. It, it just it just caught me at an early age, and it, it's just something that stayed with me uh, my whole life. You know, it's just it's just the you know the story, the the, the action, the 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 characters, and all the just all the above, man. Right, and so, you know, I know there's certain uh, areas of your life that have kept that prominent, and uh, I know you want to touch on that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's it, this is something that's that uh, I really enjoy sharing with my son, and and uh, uh, you know, funny story is, uh, you know, I I tend to you tend to you know used to hide this, you know, and that uh, <laughs> I, you know we would watch it together all the time, and and uh, you know he, but it's because of him, it's kind of you know kind of making me you know not so much of a closet wrestling watcher, you know, I. Uh, you know, I, I I bought a ton of wrestling shirts now, and you know he wears them all the time. I'm starting to wear them a lot, and and it's just you know it's just uh, it's it's something that's really great, something fun to share with my son, and something that we both really enjoy. You bet, man. It's like, what's wrong with that? So, um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the closet. Like, it was around the time of the you know the the story I shared that I started to just let like say F it, you know what I mean? Like I am who I am and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to attribute that to like vision loss, at least not directly. But I will say that in these, in my twenties, I have become more comfortable with who I am. And then I've gone back to not being comfortable with who I am or what I, you know what I mean? But it's been a constant battle, but more times where I'm just like, you know, this is who I am. These are the things I like. If you don't like me because of something I dig, well, then I don't want you to be a part of me anyway. So, you know, it, it, it's, it just, it is what it is. And, there, you know, that's why I really liked you elaborating that. That was a great answer because that kind of lends to us as to why, like lends people the opportunity as to like why we dig something. And it's like, and, and even if they don't understand it and still can't wrap their head around it, buzz off. You know what I mean? And, you, know, you like your yeah. things. I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I respect people that, you know, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I have right. no problem. <laughs> so it's just yeah, like hey, it, I, I like my thing i do my thing and uh what's cool is we got to we get to like bond over it which is really cool and you know it's like definitely. we got to know, we got to know each other in, in like a crash course sense so to have that thing that drew us uh together in in, in uh in a like-minded way uh has kept us in touch and, and um you know helped develop our uh our relationship both on and off the field so I, i'm really digging it and um you know i appreciate you talking about that with me and 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 i'm going to turn the page now because it isn't a wrestling podcast although i think you and i could do really well at that um oh yeah you know you know and you know what's funny funny that you mentioned that yes i think we could do really well but i I guarantee you my son would have to be on that because he's like a wrestling encyclopedia insane you know what insane 
I, I'm actually ashamed I didn't bring that up because uh, L- LJ does know his crap, man. Like, it, it, it was, uh, you know, in the week we spent together, I mean, that kid, I thought I knew a lot. You know, I bet you did too. And then you see someone like yeah. him and you're like, all right, you know what? I don't know a thing. I'm, I, I, by the end of the week, I'm asking him questions about things in the past because I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> And the kid knows it. And the kid knows his stuff. Um, you know, and, and yeah, it's, that, that happens. That happens a lot, man. He's like, no, it happened this way, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> you know, that was like me with you know, you know, well, not only you know wrestling too, but like you know, um, you know, like stats for sports. You know what I mean? So he takes it to the next level, though. And um, you know, while we're on the subject, you know, let's talk about some beat baseball stuff. But first, you know, like, what is it like, and and how, what does it mean to you? to have your immediate family so you know your wife and your son so heavily involved in 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 our team because i know for me that's humbling and it's and it's and it's an honor and it's um a privilege and uh i i wonder like because i don't have any kids i don't have a significant other what what is that like is that like what, what are those feelings how does that present itself you know, I, I don't really uh, look. I guess the only way for me to say it is, is that it, it, like you said, it means a ton to me that they share this with me. That this is something that is, you know, solely for me. But yet they they have found a way to to not only help me out, but to help our entire team out. You know, my wife is a secretary. She does all the all the business stuff on the back end. With you know, she helps with fundraising and getting everything coordinated. And to have my son go out, he'll to just do whatever, whether it's from shagging balls to you know, bat boy work or just hanging out and being, being with the team. I mean, it just means, means everything to me, man. I mean, to, to, and to, to have them go this year and, and uh, see their first uh, world series. I, I shouldn't say first because we had the world series here twice back in the, the mid to late two thousands, but to, but to be there full on all day, totally immersed at the tournament, that's a whole different experience. And so they got to, they got to be there for that for the uh, first time. So, wow, I didn't. And... I, I didn't realize that. So, I, you know, again, I'm selfish in in a lot of ways. So I want to let you know that that's cool. I got to be a part of, uh, you know, a first. And mm-hmm. wow, that's so bad. That's so badass. Because like um, now I'm gonna, you know, I I already wanted to, but now I definitely have to have one, if not both of them, on at some point because that's cool and that's there's some stories to tell there and. Uh, I hope it was as impactful for them as they were on me because I got to know them just as much and they're very caring and uh, dude, he did it. You know, your, your son did a hell of a job just, uh, you know, cause do we become, I don't know about you, but I, I sense a lot of us are this way. Like I become a, a needy diva. When you put that blindfold on, you put me in a circle that I can't see. <laughs> it's like, I need my back and, <laughs> and they put up, you know, and you put up with that. And it's like, I, I, I would be like, screw this guy. <laughs> so it's like, like get your um, own damn bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, and it's cool because you know he, he's a you know a high school aged kid, and it's like you know a young man, and it's like I, I you know I don't know a lot of them that are gonna sit there and be like, yeah, I'm gonna help you know this these you know a bunch of blind guys play baseball for a week, but he did it, and he and he seemed like he really enjoyed it, and Shelly was super cool to get get to know, and and still continue to get to know, so. I hope they hear this and know that like for me and I know for everyone else that uh, they're, they're totally and infinitely valued. 
and I want to give you one, you know, a few, you know, another moment or two to just, you know, expand on that. And, you know, and, and, uh, because that's gotta be really cool. Oh man. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you, man, because that, that means a lot to me and, and it means a lot to them, you know, just to, you know, just to, to hear that, you know, that people are really appreciative and, and, uh, you know, thankful for them being there just for whatever little help they could be, you know, for, for them to be there, you know, and, uh, they, so, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you a funny story. You know, you said to, to expand on a little bit, but uh, <laughs> still to this day, man, after the tournament, you know, uh, to tell you what kind of impact that uh, you guys had on my son, <laughs> man, he still talks about the tournament. I don't, Elvin's the everyday, but all the time. And just, you know, just all the guys on the team, you know, of course he's known a lot of the local guys for years, right? But, mm-hmm. but you know, to spend a lot of time with uh, L. Darnell, uh, you know, you, uh, just, you know, every, you know, all the guys that are out of town, Tanner, you know, Seth, all these guys, man. I mean, it's, uh, he, he takes away, he's very observant and he takes away so much stuff and, and, uh, he just, you know, it, it, he'll just bring up things about either what happened or stories that were told. And he just, you know, you, you could tell, you know, that it had an impact on him because he, he just, uh, he, he he's constantly talking about it or bringing stuff up about it, man. It was just, it was just great. Yeah. That's uh, if you could see like the, the crap eating grin on my face right now, just cause like, you know, that's probably not the right way to put it, but I have a grin from, uh, from ear to ear right now. I got goosebumps when you said that because <laughs> that to me means we're doing something that is bigger. You know, I, I say it as often as I can that what we do and what we get to do more importantly is bigger than me and bigger than you and bigger than the individual. Um, it is a community and, uh, yeah. you know, that's not exclusive to vision impaired athletes. It's a community because we could not do it without sighted people. And if, and if your son can take away anything, then, you know, damn, I, I had a successful tournament and so did it, so did the team. So that's, that's, um, that's awesome. You know, that's impactful for me. Well, just to hear that. Um, well, you know, I also want to say this one last thing, and, and but you know, for him and my view on it too, and I think he's kind of uh, carried that along, and that you know, to me, uh, it's not just about friendship, but you know, family, and, and you know, you you work together and you come together and you 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 put you put forth all your effort, you know, to to be there for your family, and and it seems like he's he's kind of taken that mindset, you know, you guys. You know, you guys, you know, are much older than him, but it's like he'll do whatever he can because he sees you guys as family. You know, it's just, it's just uh, uh, to see him out there, you know, and, and it was to see him work his butt off out there, uh, put all the time that he put in, and and not once did he complain. You know, that, that was the biggest thing. He's like, you know, you could tell he was tired. You could tell – you know, things are getting to him, but not once did he complain. He, he, he stayed strong. He stayed out there on his own, on his own accord. Yeah. He, he was there for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that was just really impressive to me to see, to see him just want to be there and to do all that he could. And you know what? I mean, I like, I like to tell the you know, the guests, the listeners, you guys on personal levels that we're warriors, right? And we go to war. Oh, yeah. And, um, but it's time to start recognizing everybody that is involved in the tournaments and, and uh, specifically involved in the inner workings of our team and, and, and every, you know, individual team throughout the league. 
it, it's mm-hmm. not just the 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 on the field athletes uh, that are working. Right. You know, because yep. everyone everyone's got a a dog everyone in the street. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, so they get a lot of love from me, and uh, clearly from you as well. Uh, the sighted volunteers, the family members, um, the people that make this this go and this work. So thank you for that. And um, so I want to ask you about like vi- was it vision loss or was it born vision uh, impaired like what what what's the deal with that i never got to ask you in florida okay uh, i've had a vision loss since birth uh, uh i was born premature and and uh my vision loss uh, came from that so um you know i was born like three months premature so i was uh i was a tiny baby <laughs> but I was able to make it through, man. So it's something you've dealt with your whole life. Yeah. Okay. And what what um like what kind of so you, what kind of difficulties did it prove you know present um as a child into adolescence? Um, what, what, what kind of feelings, you know, I mean, I, I can, I can imagine, but for the listener's sake, like what, what, what was that like? And I know that's a like loaded question. So what, however you want to <laughs> you, you know, just growing up blind. What was that like? Visually impaired, I should say. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, I mean, like as a kid in Houston, you know, you want to play ball and you want to do all these things. What, what, what was, what was like the most prominent difficulties and then the most rewarding um, well, I, I tell you what, man. You know the 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 one thing that uh, that's always got me, and one thing I, I don't know where it came from, but you know I just never let it get me down. And I shouldn't say that I never. I mean, because everybody has their time, right? But but it it hadn't ever impacted me enough to where it just made me want to stop trying. And I mean, of course, you know I was you know bullied when I was younger, dealt with you know embarrassing moments uh, in class because of, you know my vision loss. Uh, you know, teachers taking things too far, almost being smart asses or whatever. Uh, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of embarrassing things, and you know, and through going to school and outside of school, but I just always found a way to to just deal with it and move on. And and uh, you know, I, I just always felt that no matter what uh, I wanted to do in life, I had to work twice as hard in order to get it. And and I knew what it was going to take for me to do it. So I, 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 if I wanted it, I had to go get it. And you know, yeah, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna fail. You know, you're gonna you're gonna fall. But you know, you got to get back up. And so, you know, that's just the the uh, mentality that I've I've carried my whole life. Is if you want it, you got to go get it. And, you know, don't be afraid to fail. You know, that that actually that's when you know you learn the most sometimes. So. You know, just 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 stick with it. You know, so what a what a damn answer. Um, you know, the reason I ask that question, and pretty much everyone I've ever done this type of thing with, because I you know I have done this prior to the heat index. Um, and, and the reason I ask is largely for me. Um, no, not entirely for me. It's good, you know, it's for content and for the listeners because I think these are all inspiring stories, but they inspire me. And you just said a lot of things there that I will take and just like Jacory said a lot of things that I will take 
uh, and, and Joseph, uh, former teammates. Uh, and, and that's not, you know, and it's not just in a podcast setting, but this does allow me to get you folks to elaborate on it. And it gets me the time to really think and, and give my gratitude for it in a, you know, in a more contrived manner. So, um, long way of saying thank you for sharing that because that is super powerful stuff. You know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, because, you know, I don't mean to be self-deprecating or, 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 you know, hate on my transition or my process here, but I've not handled it the way I think I could have, but I'm where I am now. And there were a lot of failures along the way. And what you just did for me was allow me to realize I can learn from that. Does that, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I can learn from those failures. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, man. That's awesome. Uh, how long have you been playing beat baseball? Uh, no, I'm dating you, man. About 20 years. About 20 years. 20 years. How did you find out about beat baseball? Was it something you knew about, or, or what's that story? No, I had no idea. Uh, I, I used to go to an after-school program here in Houston at the Lighthouse of Houston, and, and uh, you know, Daryl and I were teenagers, you know, Daryl. And uh, um, I don't remember – you know, who told us about it or like some of the players went to the after school program or whatever, but they were like, Hey, uh, you know, you guys should come out and, and check out the, the baseball and, and, uh, see what that's like. And we we're like, what's that? And so we go check it out. And man, you know, the first time I put on that blindfold, I was scared shitless, man. I was, <laughs> I was scared, <laughs> but you know, it's like, it, it was something that was really cool about it. It was like, oh man, this is this is awesome. This is different, you know. And, and uh, you know, I just got hooked from that first practice, you know. And and it just progressed from there. Dude, I can hear it in your voice, man. I can hear you beaming when you said, like, you know, when you described the awkwardness of putting on a blindfold because I can relate to that. And um, because you know, you, I, I, you know, I know you have some functional vision, and and as do I. So it is mm-hmm. an awkward, like equilibrium shift when you, when you put that blindfold on. But then when you told me, you know, you, you know, that first like feeling of like, wow, there's something cool about this. I could hear you beaming like through the mic. So that's, that's awesome. And this is in the, the, like the mid to late nineties. No, man. Thank you. <laughs> no, man. I, I said teenager. <laughs> I was, this is in the late eighties. No, no, nine. I said nineties. I said nineties. You know, come on. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dog you like that. No, I know. I, I'm just. I'm just messing with you, man. And that. Yeah. And that. Uh, and that. Uh, I was a teenager in the late eighties, and that's oh, when, that's when I started. Uh, I believe it was eighty nine. Oh. Uh, my first. My first uh, tournament was Topeka, Kansas. Holy smokes! <laughs> so. Yeah. Wow, you you know, so you are a chiseled vet. You, you like so I already knew that, but you you know, you've been doing this for a long time. Wealth of experience and a wealth of knowledge. That's why I gotta I gotta take what you have to offer me as far as knowledge and skills go and, and be a sponge. Um what, what was I gonna ask? Uh I'm having a I'm having a bit of a brain fart. Um oh, were they the Bayou City Heat uh when when you uh, when you first joined? No, they were the uh, they were the Bayou Bombers. Bayou Bombers. So it's the same program, or no? Technically, yes, because Michael was a part of. You know, Michael Garrett. Yes, I do. He was a part. He was a player back then. I've Him heard. and a and a 
bunch of other guys, uh, you know, that are still uh, affiliated with the team, you know, Doc Bradley. Uh, and there was another guy that we had. A, he was an awesome defender. His name was Juan Moreno. Uh, and then, of course, it was Daryl, and it was me. Uh, and there was a couple other guys, you know, that uh, that we went to school with that were there that were they kind of played for a little while. Uh, so you know, we had a we had a good mix of uh, veterans and youth on that on those teams. So you got involved to any of those like Bayou Bomber, uh, you know, jerseys, t-shirts, whatever the hell it was. Dude, I have I have two of the original jerseys still. Oh. You're gonna have to show me that. Send me a snapshot, something, man. I need that. I'll send you some pictures, man. They, they, and they look just like, especially the the first one, the original one, looks just like something you would see in the '80s. You know, like the old San Diego Padre uh, <laughs> uniforms with the yellow and the brown. They they look like that. They're yellow and blue. That's retro. Okay. <laughs> That's oh my god! I'm so thrilled to to know that you that those are you know floating around somewhere. So that's. You got to show me. I mean, that, so is that like, um, that's got to be a neat memento for you, like something, uh, so, you know, sort of a, um, something to put away in the memory box, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. You know, you never forget it, man. I mean, I, uh, when I first got introduced, you know, I, I didn't say this earlier, but I played for five years and I took a break. So that's why, you know, maybe the timeline was kind of thrown off a little bit. I played for five years, took a 10-year break, and then I came back in 2002. Okay. Okay. Now, what, what was that just like? life stuff, you know, to start a family and everything. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I still, again, too young. There was a lot going on, man. You know, I went to school and, and I didn't, I didn't realize that I could still play for the team when I was away at college. So, you know, I just ended up taking that time off and, and, uh, you know, whenever we decided to move back in 2002, uh, that was one of the first things I did when I came back. I was like, hey, man, I want to see if they're still playing. And and uh, I can't remember who I got in contact with. I don't know if it was – I don't know if it was Mike Garrett or – I don't remember who, but uh, they were like, yeah, come on out. You know, and they still practice on the same day, same time, same everything. And I was like, cool. So, you know, came back in 2002. That's awesome. That's – this is so cool like, to hear the, uh, you know, the story of the, of the, of the program and stuff. So. Uh, so you, you know, mm-hmm. our head coach is JC. He's my age. Um, my understanding is he took over, you know, a handful of years ago as the head coach, but he's been around for mm-hmm. a lot longer than that. So you've probably gotten to watch him grow, right? I've, I've been say that again. You've probably gotten to watch JC kind of grow as a as a man, as a coach, as all of this. Uh, is that fair to say? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, to see that. To see where he was, to see where he's at now, uh, it's pretty awesome, man. That that guy, that's a good guy right there, man. Oh man, he's uh, one of the easiest dudes to talk to. You know what I mean? As a as a, as a player coach relationship, or just as a you know man to man friend relationship. Uh, so you, you're you know you're damn right about that. Um, what what's cool about that to me, or like you know, it's it's awfully cool to have any coach or you know volunteer or whatever we call them. Um, I choose to call most of them coaches because I just, you know, that's what it is. But, um, you know, JC didn't really have a tie to it as far as a, like a blind relative or anything like that. I speak to that, like commitment and that dedication, because to me, that is just one of the most impressive things I could ever think of. 
yeah, you know, to see how he came in and and uh, to see where he came from and and uh, and 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 like you said, you said it right there, the commitment. Uh, that guy puts forth all his effort into into this team, and because and he 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 spreads this himself thin sometimes, man. And but he he gives he gives all his effort to this team to to do the best job that he can for for us to to help us out, be where he, you know to do whatever we need to do. I mean, he 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 gives of himself so much and uh you know you can't ask for any more than that that guy he, he's you know he uh just totally appreciative of everything he does not only for me but he, what he does for the team what is it like to so thankful. What, what is it like to go from you know young blood to you know sort of a veteran leadership role because i mean we, you have the player coach title so what what is what is that transition or you know uh what what the for, the the form the formation from like one role to another while still maintaining a, a player you know first role what is that like i can't i can't even think well the best the best way for me to answer it is that the first thought in my mind whenever i think about beatballs i still want to play no matter what that's what i want to do in I, in that capacity you know, if JC asks me questions or, if, you know, any of the players ask me questions or for advice, man, I'll, I'll give the best answer I can, you know, and, and help out in any regard that I can. You know, I, I just, uh, I, I will, I will, you know, you can pick my brain. You, I, I can, you know, show you whatever, you know, whatever needs to be done. You know, I'm learning, you know, these defenses that we've been running the past couple of years, I'm trying to learn those, you know, in order to help people better understand what's going on. Just what, whatever way that I can help out, whether it's as a player as a as a as a you know coach uh as a friend uh, just just whatever is needed man i i just you know i just i just want to do whatever i can for the team no you do that's what i you know one of the things i respect the most about you you know in, in the beatball setting i respect a lot of the things off the field um significantly more just because of the human thing that i you know just value uh, but you know you get to know how we are as competitors, and then I get the uh, privilege of knowing you people uh, and my teammates, my my Heat family, and my beatball family as 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 people, as individuals. And that's why I love doing this. You know, that's one of the reasons, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, you've been doing this for such a long time, and you still got it. You know, you listen to those. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, cue the you still got it. You know, what I mean? <laughs> dude, I watched. <laughs> You know, in that last game, man, you know, um, of the of the tournament, you know, we we were we were probably really playing for pride at that point. And hell, I mean, I was proud of how we competed. But uh, you and I both both had to, you know, come out with some, uh, you know, some things. And you know, and that's cool because it gives other people an opportunity to get in and uh, you know contribute and stuff. So all I know though is I remember less of my play in that game and more of your pops man like the you know you poked those things I, I think one of them was right up the middle i don't know you just got this like left-handed power bat and it's like so valuable um how long can you can you do this or do you does that thought even cross your mind you know it, it doesn't really cross my mind but realistically uh, you know in my mind i'm going to tell myself i'm going to play uh, as long as i can but to 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 be like a uh, I guess a valuable asset to the team that can play multiple games over the course of the tournament. I probably have I don't know maybe three to five years left in me. 
you know, that's my guess. I mean, and, and depending on how well I take care of myself, you know, that maybe can be extended. But, yeah. you know, I, I I don't want to be one of those guys that's, you know, going to overstay his welcome. <laughs> but I, I I see myself being a part of this team in other capacities, other other ways. So it's not like, you know, once I'm done, I'm done. You know, I, I, I love the sport that much that, you know, like you said, whether it's a coach or a volunteer or whatever the case may be, any way that I can help out, I see myself being a part of this team. Yeah, so you're not just going to, you know, retire right off into the sunset, you know, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to stay involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, in, in some form, some way, you know. That's what's up, man. I'm so glad to hear that. I want to win. That's what I want to do. What can we do or what do we need to do to get that job done? And, and, and you know, it, it, what, what uh, as a team unit, uh, what can we do, what do we need to do to get to that next level? Because we're knocking on the door. Oh, man. Uh, for me, I think it comes down to consistency. Uh, because even though we got seventh place this year, this is the most competitive that we have been against the top teams in recent years. Yes, we placed higher. And, but when you look at the team, when you look at the Taiwan game and you look at the Indianapolis game, those two games, uh, those, are, those are the most competitive games, especially against Taiwan, most oh, competitive sure. games that we've had uh, against them in years. And, and because it was close, at, you know, at the, in, the, in the sixth inning, we could have won. And I think that's where the consistency comes back in. You know, being, being uh, more consistent with their swings, you know, being, you know, uh, and, and uh, you know, being, you know, helping Fonzie out, you know, just, you know, to, to help Fonzie out. And then, you know, and, and, and defensively, again, we were good. We were really good. And it's just, it's just every once in a while, you know, those balls get through that shouldn't get through because, man, the hard shots, you know, those are going to be 50-50 or less. But getting the ones that you're supposed to get, which we did a much better job of that this year, uh, you know, it, we just have to continue to build on that. And, and uh, you know, I, I really think that uh, we, we have the players to do it, you know, um, with some recent uh, – uh, things that have gone on, you know, it, it's 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 going to hurt just a little bit, but I think in the end, uh, you know, we're going to compete and we're going to be just as strong as we were this year. You know? you know what we we you know by now, if if the listeners are listening, they know what you're talking about, and you know we don't need to we don't need to extend on it. What I would say is that we'll rally around each other, and um, we got a hell of a defender with a hell of a reputation back in Blake, and oh, I'm of looking. course. I'm looking so forward to getting on the field with that with that uh, with that gentleman because I'm getting to know him and and uh, you know he's just he's just a fun guy to 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 to, to chat with and and you know he's also a wrestling fan so I hope I'm not outing him or anything but hey you know it is what it is <laughs> you just did yeah. I said earlier buzz off uh, guys Michael be like no but he's cool and I know he, I know he uh, I know he is but no no so just on the field stuff man i'm just looking forward to what we have going here and what we're what you guys have developed for a long time and what i get a chance to be a part of because i became a better ball player and and that's just in one tournament you know what i mean and i plan on doing what i've been doing all off season which is busting my butt and getting getting in even better shape getting stronger and, and uh, taking the advice from my teammates and my coaching staff um but one thing one 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 dude we got to talk about real quick because he's another guy that really you know 
may have had an initial reason to come in uh, as far as another person in his life, but to stick around as long as he did and make people like me a better ball player. I'd never face this guy, uh, you know, second pitcher I'd ever really face, and I go seven for 12 in the World Series. That's not about me. That's about him. Talk about Fonzie, man. Mm-hmm. How he is. Oh, man, I, I have so many stories to tell you about that guy. But Let's do it. But the, the one thing that I can just tell you is that he, he is just, you know, like JC, man, he is just – he gives it his all on that field, uh, you know, to where he's just drained by the end of that tournament. He puts, he puts forth so much effort to, to do the best job that he can for us. And, and that just, that just kind of speaks back to what kind of person he is, man. He – he just, uh, you know, he's he's caring, he's giving, he wants he wants us. He he doesn't want it for himself. He wants it for us. Of course, he's he's putting forth that effort, right? But he he wants to do it for us. And I know. you know, I could sit here and tell you so many things about the guy, but just to see everything that he's gone through over the years, man, it's just I w- I wouldn't want any other pitcher on my team, man. That's that's just the way I feel. You know, f- f- from playing for another program. Um, we, he's, I tried to, you know, learn about this, this league because it's so important to me and, uh, and the, the game, you know, and I'm not, I'm by no means a savant or a, uh, or a historian, but I, I do pride myself on the knowledge I do have, but he's a name that always came up and, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was him and, and, uh, you know, who is it? Uh, Simpson. Is that right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple other, other pitchers that are, that are really, uh, you know, that are brought up in the conversation, but he was, you know, always a name I heard. And then I get to go, you know, you, I guess you just don't know what you don't know. And then I go, I, for my money, he's the best pitcher in the league. You know, and that's not to dog any pitchers I've had or, or haven't had. Or, you know, I'm just saying I've never seen someone tell me that I don't need to change a thing. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right. Like, right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and that's the thing. That's the thing that makes it so amazing is that he'll adapt to you. So, What's one of the things that that I've seen uh, for other uh, pitchers in the league where they make you change your swing in order to be more consistent? Sure. This guy, you know, he as, as long you know, you just as long as you openly communicate with him, be like, hey man, you know, I'm comfortable with this, this, and this. I can do this. He'll be like, all right, give me, you know, give me what you got. Give me the best swing you got. And you know, of course, he'll he'll give you recommendations. Hey, let's try this. Let's do that. But ultimately. It's what makes you feel comfortable in order to make you more consistent and for him to be a better pitcher. That's it. Oh, there's no question, man. I mean, I'm, I'm hitting 150 foot bombs because, you know, I took a friggin' Greyhound down there. I was not in pristine condition by any means. I had a hell of an off season prior to the season and, and I wasn't at my best yet. I, I, mm-hmm. I go out there and I feel best about my performance that I had in my entire beat baseball career. Again, that is about the program. And specifically when it comes to being at the dish, that, that is a commentary on, on how good he is. So for my money, he is the, and, and, and just as a young man, I mean, a, a family man, a, a, a God-fearing man. I mean, it's just a, an unbelievable dude to get to know. And it's just like so much fun. And I roomed with him. And it's just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to do this for years to come with people like, well, with every one of you guys, you know, and he's just, you know, mm-hmm. He's just uh, you know near the top of the list because he's just so cool and just so nice and uh, you know you couldn't have said it better or I couldn't have said it better. I mean, uh, oh boy, man, we are so lucky. Um, you know, I am so lucky. You know what you guys did for me 
in, uh, you know, and I, I don't know when I'll ever stop saying this and I don't think I ever will, but it's, it's, it's just because it's so damn true and so damn personal to me is that I didn't have a direction. I didn't know what, what my future held in this sport. All I knew is I wanted to play and I wanted to be a part of something that was bigger than me. Even if at times I didn't, my actions didn't prove that because it's hard to not be self-absorbed when you think the world is revolving around you. Um, mm -hmm. I no longer think that. And I, and I do want to help this team not only win, but just grow, you know, and I want to keep this program, uh, sustainable, uh, because it's given me so much in just such a short period of time that I, I will forever be trying to repay that. And, um, specifically you, and I, I look up to you. I, I, uh, I've totally vibed with you. Um, you know, we have common interests. We have interests that maybe aren't so common. Um, and it does not matter because you treat me like one of the boys, like your family member. And that's really, really cool. How has that culture always been that way? Cause I mean, it's just, it's just something that, or did it materialize over time? Like what, what, what gives, why are you guys so awesome? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I really think that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's just something that's, that's been a part of this team for a while, you know? Um, I mean, cause I'm sitting here thinking back, you know, since I came back in 2002 and, and, uh, you know, we, we had a, a lot of the same players, uh, that are still here back then. And, you know, we've just, we've just grown together and, you know, we're, and the great thing is, is that, you know, we're, we're friends off the field, not just on the field, you know, it's not just business, you know, we get along with each other and, and that's what, that's what, you know, uh, just, I think just builds the relationship, you know, on the field and that, you know, we're, because we, you know, we're, we're friends on and off the field and, you know, we, that's, you know, I, I've seen, I've seen number of players, you know, just put forth all the efforts they can, you know, while they're, while they're out there. And it's just, I think it's just something that, that, uh, that, uh, comes from the top down, you know, JC, you know, he's a big family man. Fonzie's a big family man. Uh, I'm a big family man. Uh, you know, Daryl, uh, I mean, you look at, you look at all these guys and, you know, we've, we've been together for so long. It's just, it's just something that's just kind of a, who we are. That's kind of almost like, you know, part of our identity. You know, we, we just, we're very welcoming. You know, we, 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 if, if you, if you, the bottom line is that if you come in and you want to be a part of this team and you, you just show that, you know, you're willing to put forth the effort, you know, there's, there's just, there's not going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, we, we, we accept anyone and everyone. I can speak to that, you know, because uh, the, especially the welcoming part, man, um, you know, not to be a broken record, but what, what you did for me, uh, it's just so valuable. And uh, it'll it'll be something I you know cherish and and, and uh, for a very long time uh, and and I will not take for granted. You have my word that I'm going to do whatever I can to be positive for this team, um, and that's that's just a promise that I want to keep and will keep because it's uh, something you guys have already kept for me. Um, you know, so I think we have the the ingredients. You know, I I, I think putting it all together is a different story. Um, I, I, I know we're capable of putting them all together, but we got the perfect mm -hmm. mixture of, of young blood, uh, veteran leadership. We got the, yep. uh, we got some amazing coaches and volunteers, family atmosphere. Yep, that's pitcher in the league. I mean, 
it just the list goes on. We we have a, we have a lot that that you know can, that will continue them. Uh, you know, that will make, continues to make us strong. You know that. So I I, I think our time is coming, man. Yeah, I would say. Um, uh, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna because I'm impulsive. I would tell the Indie Thunder that their time is up. Our time is now. Our time is now. Or <laughs> in like I don't know, eight months. Um, but I'm just kidding. There's just you know, there's but you know, I, I'm I'm obviously just kidding when I when I bring them up. It's a way of saying like there's so much talent in this league. And, oh, definitely. You know, they're the two-time defending champs. So to to beat the man, we're gonna have to you know to be the man. The man, uh, yeah. we're gonna have to beat the man. You gotta and, beat the man. Yep. You know, I, uh, I, I, you know, I just relish in the opportunity to, to be able to, to go back to, you know, this year it'll be in Wisconsin, you know, and I want to go prove ourselves and, and no matter what the outcome is, have our heads held high. Cause I know it was, it was, it was, um, you know, it sucked. It sucks losing, but no, I, it, it, yeah, it's horrible. But, uh, you know, to take my takeaway from, from what you said in this interview was that, you know, we, we got a lot to build on. You know, and, and uh, oh yeah, we do. It's just so cool to have the opportunity to be be part of something special. So uh, let's let's just let's just go get it, man. Like we gotta, you know, we gotta work hard on and off the field. Stay true to who we are. I'm gonna keep uh, letting you guys rub off on me because you've had a positive influence on my life. I hope that I can be a positive influence in yours. And I want to win. And I know we can. And I know we will. And I am going to be so honored to do that by your side and by the rest of the Heat side. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on that positive note because I want to win. And I want to just tell you, Shelly, LJ, the rest of the Heat, man, you guys are the best. I love you. And thank you so much for coming on spending the time. I know it's late, and uh, we, we all got our, our lives at work, man. I appreciate it. Lee, can we do it again sometime? Yeah, man, definitely. All right, man. Um, and enjoy the rest of the off season. Stop kicking my ass and everyone else's ass in fantasy football. And uh, good luck. <laughs> I had to get it in there. Good luck in the playoffs, uh, folks. Please, thank you so much for joining. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, go to buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout.com. Uh, search for the Heat Index. Um, you know, there's just so much to 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 look forward to in 2018. Enjoy your holidays. And we will see you next time with my to-be-determined guest. Until then, have a great one and goodbye.